This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half-time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hello, good evening and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Week. As Sheffield Wednesday falls yet another defeat, we enter the international break with a lot of work to do. With a 4-0 loss at home to Millwall, who have very much found that new manager bounce. Uh, with the manager, Joe Edwards, leaving the England team to take over at the Lions, Sheffield Wednesday remain bottom of the table with one win in 16. It's going to be a long old season, this one. Now, my apologies in advance for my appearance right now and the fact that my energy for this is going to die within about 15 minutes. Um, I've spent two days just drinking beer and eating sausage. And that's not a euphemism. That's literally what I've been doing. So uh, bear with me on that. And I hope you enjoy my little moustache. Uh, so listen, let's get into... Uh... Let's get into the game now. As 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 we uh, as we know, Simon and I were away in uh, in Berlin for the weekend, watching another team in uh, in blue and white stripes fall from grace. Uh, but they're a bit they're a bit a few years behind us in terms of the fall from grace. So I'm going to lean on heavily on Stevie and Holly to tell me tell me how, how it all went and what the uh, what what it was like. Um, Holly, now you had a very special day out with your family and whatnot. Can you? Just give me something to smile about. Tell me how well they looked after you and all the rest of it, because it's going to go to shit from here. Well, before that, let me just tell you, before the Huddersfield game, our fridge freezer died, right? <laughs> Not where I thought this tale was going to start, yeah, well, but I'm, I'm in. So we had a family-sized trifle that had to be eaten so it didn't get wasted. So I took on the duty of eating this trifle, and then we right. got a point. Against Huddersfield. Right. right. So, <laughs> then I bought the case. It was the trifle that got us the point. And then we won. 
Right. So I then bought the same trifle again before this game, but now I'm starting to think the trifle had nothing to do with it. Do you know what? <laughs> I was going to call this ep- uh, this episode rule over, but now I'm going to call it the cursed trifle. Uh, I thought the trifle had got us four points. I were all in. I were going to eat a full family side trifle every week until the end of the season to keep us up. That's offered absolutely the context I needed for your Instagram story where you're just standing there holding a trifle. <laughs> Exactly. And now I get it. Try <laughs> against Birmingham, but if it doesn't come up with the goods, then it's sacked in the morning. I'm not having sacked. it. <laughs> it's sacked as a lucky charm. Yeah. Is the trifle exactly? <laughs> so yeah, now, I listen, arrived at the match full of trifle, obviously. But... <laughs> um, which doesn't help with the pre-match anticipation at all. In fact, mm-hmm. as it happens, I got a bit of trifle sweats going on. <laughs> but then <laughs> the, uh, we had a very different view. We were up in the, up in the posh seats. Uh, yeah, what's it like being able to see the pitch? I didn't even know why for players were. I could see the top of their heads. <laughs> I was like, not at crotch height anymore. I could see who they were. I could see the numbers. and I, I didn't even have to shout offside. For no reason throughout the game, I could actually it. see if it was offside. Yeah, yeah. I could. I we shout shoot when they're at halfway because we have no idea. And this time, I like it. We're a lot less stressful actually because you could see what were actually happening. I'm it sounds fancy because <laughs> when we when you sit on the cop, for me, there's always like an extra five or six yards that the players seem to be able to get into that I have no idea that that bit of pitch is there. Like, the depth perception's all wrong for me. I don't know what it is. Like, when when Smith scored his first against Rotherham, I was like, surely he's just stood in the stand there. Like, I don't understand how he, You know what I mean? How is the... And, and then when I watched it on the telly, he was outside the six-yard box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We shout for all kinds of stuff and then later on watch the highlights and go, well, that's not what happened at all. <laughs> uh, so now I have... The example prefer, uh, yeah. It were, it, although in hindsight, I don't know whether this game was the one to have the good view on. I should have faced a wall or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I, I was gonna. I, I, did you get looked after H? By the way, like yes, you know what I mean. They were, they were, they were absolutely, absolutely lovely good. to you. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Were. Did uh, did Ozzy Al come up and see you? Yeah. So Ozzy and Barney came to see us. Um, so yeah, I'll just very briefly say a quick thanks to James, Cam. Mark, Ozzy Barnett, and then Stan, who is just our friend that came up to see us and leant over into Poshbit, which is not allowed, but gave it's us a allowed. pie because uh, <laughs> my dad was hungry, so he went and got us a pie. <laughs> we'll allow that's it amazing. for this. <laughs> and, and at that point, that's when your day peaked, I, I assume. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that, was the, that was the highlight of the day. Now, Stevie, you know, let, let's get right into it. Let, let's. I tell you what, look, I've got some. I've got some uh, visual aids ready. Now it's literally just the lineup. I couldn't. I couldn't work out if this was actually correct uh, because to me, I think Gasama and Masaba and Fletcher all seem in the wrong position. But you know what? What BBC here have got us on a three-four-two-one. I mean, what do you reck? Is that um, what we did? Yeah, pretty much. It, it weren't a million miles away from that. I think um, that that was a start. Um, and I think that was that that was similar to uh, the the setup that we had against Rotherham, and it was similar to the setup. <laughs> I can just see Holly's face coming around the sideline. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> can we, if we do that, 
Yeah, you can tell we've got new buttons to press here, ladies and gents. So we're now just dicking about with it. So right, let's get back. So right, so yeah. like you know, we had it up. I offered Diaby and Bernard at bike, and then um, yeah. who did we have? Patterson and Johnson. Uh, no place again uh, for LP two. Have you had any word on that? No. In the no, LP two fan not. club, um, we've I've written a strongly worded uh, letter. Um, I'm very excited to, to Danny Rule. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, yeah, it's, it, it, it was what it was, wasn't it? Um, and I had no real arguments at, at, at sort of two o'clock um, when the team was announced. You know, there's not mm -hmm. too much based on Bristol City, uh, based mm -hmm. on Rotherham and based on where we were with um, with things as, as to what it was. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll say it, I'm, I'm never... I'm never going to be a, a, a massive fan of, of Fletcher up top, but I appreciate that he... he offers something different in terms of the data metrics. And I, I'm, I'm doing my best not to look down there at Holly, who's we, we kind of have we're disagreements in terms of whether or not he's, he's got something to offer. But um, I thought when the game kicked off, the formation was what it was. And we've, we've played with those two, uh, the two lads, Masaba and Gassama, have basically been two tens behind mm -hmm. Smith as, as, as was. And the setup was all right. Do you know what? We we, we set up. I thought we started well. Um, the, the highlights, if you go back and watch, won't show you a great deal because it's only two and a half minutes. But the, for the first sort of 25, 30 minutes, I thought we were comfortably the better team. Um, mm -hmm. We had more of the ball. Um, we looked strong. We, 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 we passed the ball well. Um, everybody seemed to be where we, we, we felt we were towards the end of the Rotherham game and you know, uh, in patches against Bristol City, th there was nothing at, up until that first goal that made me think, oh, we're in trouble here. It certainly, mm -hmm. if somebody had told me at quarter past three or 20 past three that we were going to be uh, losing that game 4-0, I'd have been, honestly, mate, it, it, it wasn't that kind of game. And I do think, you know, just bringing it full circle a little bit, I do think 4-0 flattered them. Uh, I can't complain. Um, we, we, we we folded like a, a house of cards uh, a little bit, but um, it weren't a 4-0 game. Yeah, now the stats tell a different story. Now, Simon, as I mentioned at the top of the show, we were in uh, we were in Berlin. Uh, trying, we were gathered round Asher's phone, trying to watch the first half of this game before we went for a four uh, S as a chit shave shower shampoo before we went out of the football for me to get obliterated drunk. Um, trying to connect to a TV now. Now, Stevie Holly, um, there is a thing that Yorkshire people do when they're on holiday, and there'll be people out there listening that uh, that they'll under, they'll understand what I mean. Now, what we do, we'll go to a city absolutely dripping in history, in culture, in a completely different way of life. And what we will do, we will find one pub and spend the entire fucking spare moment we have in that same pub for for, for, for two days, which is what we did. And then, and then sit there and go, this pint shit in here. But not move, not leave anywhere. We're just going to stay where we are because... Because we found his bearings and this is where it is. <laughs> so we were sat in, uh, you know, Belushi's. Now, if you've been to Belushi's in the UK, it's like it's a sports pub. So, you know, kind of sat with what we were there for and all the rest of it. And they can cater for groups of, well, shit kicker northerners, like, you know what I mean? And, and me being, and this wasn't a critique. I was the shit kickerist. Now, don't get me wrong. Now, Simon, we watched that first half, didn't we? We didn't. There wasn't a lot of concern there, was there, in terms of, in terms of the football we saw until the first goal went in? No, not at all. It, it, it was carrying over, I thought, from the Bristol game. You know, dis, despite the changes, I thought we were bright. We, we've we got that ability now to pass the ball around, find players, to play the triangles around around uh, the opposition. 
And you're right. I I, I would agree with Steve. I thought we looked really, really bright until the goal. Um, mm. And and I think there were sort of four sort of sucker punches through the entire game. I've watched the highlights, two minutes, 13 seconds. So why you lot went for 90 minutes, I'll never know. What a waste oh, she was in a posh box. So she she yeah, was getting so... pies, <laughs> pies passed to her. You know, passed Greeks, they her. get gr- peeled grapes. <clears throat> Northern people get pies just passed to them. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I just and the problem I found was because I thought we'd been defending a lot better recently, and and the corner um, and the defending was just just dreadful. It was it, it, I I don't know. I just don't don't know what they've been doing and training in regards to practicing defending corners because it, it was a catalogue of errors, just a catalogue of errors from start to finish. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, we we mentioned at the time, guys, that like that there was a point where nobody goes to attack the ball. There's a lot of static. Uh, I used to call them stick jumps. I don't know if anybody used to play FIFA '93 back in Opal Fruit days, mm-hmm. but the players used to be running, and then they do this really slow, just jump up in the air to land back down in the same spot. And that's not how you defend a corner. You need to go and attack that ball. And I thought Dawson was stood in the wrong place, but I prefer not to speak. If I speak, I get in big trouble. Um, we, we were we, the, the the group of people we were, were with in Berlin was uh, I think did you used to play centre back Dan were you yep. were you defensive and then yep. Big Sean who went went away with us as well played same position and that was exactly what Uto came out with when we mm. saw that was how static our defenders were players were their players were running in attacking the ball and other than Pato who was trying to cover two players at once so one was going to get away. The rest of the boys were just stood, ball watching. I think they call it zonal marking, but it, it, zoned it, out marking. Yeah, hey, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was. It, that's what it was. They were. It looked like they'd been given certain positions that just in case a player ran into that area and didn't mm-hmm. actually track any players. Uh, and that's that we've been poor at all this season. Corners yep. that come in are always a chance for opposition. And that's not necessarily Dawson because it's both keepers. Ne- mm-hmm. Neither of them lay a proper glove on a corner ever, do they? Yep. So and I it- don't know whether they're being told, the players are being told, leave it and the keeper's going to get it. But never leave it. <laughs> Somebody, I don't know. Is he? Is he going to get it, is he? <laughs> well, the, is it- <laughs> they've been told some None of them did out. It's not like one person lost the man. They all lost everybody. So yep. they must have been yep. waiting for summit to happen. But whoever it was, we don't know. But... A bear in mind as well, this is against Millwall and they had their own kit on. It's not like they, we, they had our kit on again. You know what I mean? Like, we go, oh, that's one. No, it's not. You know what I mean? Ridiculous. Yeah. Go on, Steve. You were going to add something to the debate on that first goal. Yeah, it just, I, I'm not sure what the plan was. Um, the, 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 there was, a, <laughs> <laughs> it felt, it felt a hybrid of zonal and man marking, but the, 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 mm-hmm. the zone, we seem to have a couple of players that, were literally redundant within that zone. And I can't remember, mm-hmm. it may have been Johnson um, that was stood front forward of the, the, the front stick. And then you had Bannon out there as if he was going to stop anything that was laid in on the ground. If you're doing mm-hmm. zonal marking, I'm not an expert and we're, you know, we're dealing with professional coaches now that will be much more well-versed than me, but I'm looking at that thinking, why do we need two people front there? Um, yeah. why, why are we lining up with, if we're going to man mark, why are we lining up with 4v3? Um, and I think mm-hmm. the two 
in front of Pato, forgive me, I don't know who it was. Um, they did their job. Pato tried to do his job. But I think if you go back and look at it again, um, the zone the, the zonal marking was countered by the two Millwall lads. And yep. it, my initial my they, initial They had thought, a zone to get into. Like, they've gone, oh, yeah. shit. Get my, 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 my initial thought was, it was, and I said, I, it might have, I, I might have even said it in the chat, Iofa's man. Uh, it's Iofa that, that, that's been done because he is the guy that was closest to. It wasn't Iofa's fault because Iofa was being held by the Millwall lad that was standing on the six-yard box. And the other guy in front mm -hmm. of the other fellow was holding him and it just created a space where they yeah. couldn't come out and I, I, I'll, give, I'll give them their dues steve exactly based on what you were saying then they kind of took out i offer who's six foot bloody five completely out of the equation yeah. you know what i mean it is a guy who's going to be our best defensive uh you know stance against against conceding from a corner and mm. to be fair they did a right job on him on, on pulling yeah. him out um yeah Okay, let's. Uh, we'll get on to Dawson later on, I guess. I need to try and be a little bit more constructive, so I'll need to prepare a, a sentence in my head. But uh, the second goal, Holly, um, it weren't a shit goal, were it? They broke out lovely, to be fair, and then and they they passed it round us like we weren't there, and then ballooned one in from twenty five yards. Mm, I've watched it a few times, and I keep changing my mind whose fault it is. Like <laughs> 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 I think. One of their players does a little pass that draws like Johnson into middle, and that means Bannon's mm. got to come across. Bannon had to get over there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we head it into the middle instead of away, which, but then when you watch it back, if you look at where Byers is, he shouldn't be that deep. He's way too deep. He's just in front of defence, whereas he should, if he'd have been where he should be, he'd be where that ends up on the edge of the box, mm. so that guy wouldn't get mm. a shot in. And obviously, I'm loathed to slag off Byers. Byers and Bannon, I don't think either of them had a good game, really. Um, but uh, you're not allowed to They, they probably that. played no different, Holly. You could just see them from the angle that you had. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's true. <laughs> they probably <laughs> play like that every week. <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh my god he's he's massive that's the closest you've seen Ashley Fletcher because he's normally been hooked by the time he's playing at our end you know what I mean so like he's normally just at the far end of the pitch just this absolute beautiful man of an enigma although you know he, he could be minging looking I don't know I've never seen him up close like he's always been the other side of the pitch now Simon this is where I got mega drunk so you're gonna have to fill in some blanks for me um what, what the third goal what, what, what was the third goal? Do you, have you seen it? The third goal was uh, where everybody jumped on Dawson and blamed Dawson for it. Right. Okay. Now, this uh, I think the striker just got there first. I, d I don't think it's all of Dawson's fault, if I'm honest. Absolutely right. Don't Absolutely let him get there right. first. Absolutely. Well, like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 uh, there was a, uh, trying to remember it now. So I've watched it about three times. I, I, I felt that. We watched it from a few angles on a phone, I think, yesterday morning. Because, um, you know, Saturday afternoon, evening, yeah. I'm impressed because yeah. I couldn't see yesterday. Yeah. So, you know, you've done really well. <laughs> yeah, you said uh, you said goodbye to virtually everybody in the bar when you left for your plane yesterday. Did I? Yeah, you were shaking hands with complete strangers. Dan Fudge. It's a full Dan Fudge experience. They've had to listen to me for two days in the same booth of that <laughs> poor Scottish family trying to watch the Rangers game. They, they didn't need that. Anyway, let's not bore people he, with our drinking stories. Dawson's <laughs> going down. Dawson's going down to collect the ball. We 
again, defenders just watch the guy run through. Uh, he he got a foot to it. You look at the different angles, hits it against Dawson. The ball spills. The guy runs through, puts it in the back of the net. We, we were flat-footed. We, again, defence didn't defend. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on, go on, Steve. You're not. You shook your head. You shook your head. Steve. Before, Before the cross comes in, Bannon's alongside the guy, and as he's about to cross it, Bannon doesn't even stick a leg out. It literally. No, no, no I agree. The that. ball should never have come in in the first place. Simple as that. It was a like the second goal. There were so many people who got made led to that second goal, from Bannon. I, I thought to Johnson to, like you say, buyers in the centre. So many led to the second goal. And I think the third goal was exactly the same. Um, it was just a catalogue of errors. that should The ball should never yeah. have come into and the box. After it comes off of Dawson, in whatever fashion, our players just stand and watch it happen. When you see the... Yeah. When you yeah. pause it, he comes from behind our defence. He does. Comes from yeah, behind. it's he, so he, Sunday league, isn't it? They he, go, oh, he, yeah. he anticipates. So, so you, as a striker... You know, when a shot comes in as a striker, you you you're taught to keep going because you might get that if that ball is spilt or anything like that, you might get that chance of putting it in. And defenders are taught the same as just be careful, don't rely on that ball being caught by by the keeper. But what we did was, what we did was, yeah, he'll get it, and the and their guy went, he might not, and just came through. And we stood there flat-footed, and he came through and put it in the back of the net. Go on, Steve. You, you've you've got a you've got an a, 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 an, an addendum to this, haven't you? Um, if the difference between and the, I think the the big argument and the big sort of talking point around the goalkeeper, and certainly specifically, I'm not going to steal any thunder in case we talk about Dawson. I've got opinions on that later. If we're talking about a goalkeeper being League One versus Championship, or there's levels to being um, an ability of a player. Um, they are they they stand and fall on decisions that are made. Um, Cameron Dawson, I'm 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 not getting after any players whatsoever. Um, I don't necessarily think it was the right thing to do to try and fall on that ball. Um, I think if he stands up, um, he's the last line of defence, and I think that. We do respect to, to to Dawson. I think he, he's made a choice, and I'm not sure it was the right one to, to go to ground there. Um, if he stands up, um, is there an opportunity for him to to be a block, to be a body, to get in, in the right position, to to close the angle and make it more challenging for that initial shot? The ball rebounded because he's decided to go down like that, um, and he, he, he mistimed it. I'm not saying it was totally his fault. I'm not saying that this was uh, that that's where it was, but. The, the ball ended up where it ended up and ultimately the, their player scored because he's come out and he's gone, right, I'm going to ground it and he's just mi mistimed it. Their I, goalkeeper, I, I thought, sorry, their, their, their goalkeeper, I thought, it, the, the start difference was the two comparisons with the fourth goal and the the save from Kadamatri because the save from Kadamatri was a similar angle to where they scored the fourth goal um, and it was almost like you, you, you're kind of looking at it thinking when the fourth goal went in, I, I, I've kind of turned around and gone, fucking hell, these levels here, aren't they? Because down the other end, not five minutes before, you know, similar angle, similar sort of thing. Um, and it's, it's it swings and roundabouts, isn't it? But um, I, I, I just felt that maybe a different decision that was made. But I'm not a goalkeeper. I'm not a goalkeeper coach. Um, I might get 
people might get after me for me thinking that he's, he's not done the right thing, but it, it just hey, don't slag off Cameron time. Dawson, mate. Yeah, honestly, to it, Stevie, if you're gonna slag someone off, <laughs> I'm not slagging yeah. him off. I'm just, I'm, I'm literally just saying I'd question whether or not he'd made the right decision. I think right, he just, thought, I think he thought he was going to gather it. I actually thought hmm. he, he came down, he thought and he was gathering he it, and didn't anticipate that guy coming in. I didn't hence, well, hence yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So hence yeah. levels. You yeah, know, what's going to differ? What's going to differentiate him from being a League Two into the absolutely. League One, League yeah, One into yeah. Championship, and we're sitting here going, "Yeah, he's good enough for us, and he's good enough for this, that, and the other." Mm. Um, how many other goalkeepers at that level are going to make those sort of decisions? Yeah, yeah. agreed. So yeah. I tell you what, go on, Ollie. I was just going to say you were saying that Dawson made the wrong choice, but I think for pretty much every goal at least one person on our team yeah. made the wrong decision <clears throat> at yeah. some point in the build-up. So you're no, saying no, the loss was a team effort? Is that, is that it is were a, it were a, There were a point in the game when I sat there watching it and I just thought, this is a bad day all round. <laughs> this is a bad day. When a, goal, <laughs> when, when a goalkeeper has to make a save, it's normally because somewhere further in front, the rest of the team, some other member in that team has made a mistake. Or not done what they yeah, their job of what they should have done. I don't think it was necessarily like a sloppy mistake. I think it were like Stevie saying, like thinking that they were the same standard as other teams, and they're not really like Millwall just anticipated it to a championship level and knew what we were going to do, and then we thought, oh shit, <laughs> they've got us here. And I think it was just <laughs> just like. I think some of the teams that you might look at when we came back into the championship, you might say, oh, they're, they're mid-table and they're a bit shit. And we're learning that we're not in either of them categories. There's mid-table, there's shit, there's Rotherham, and then there's us. <laughs> yeah, well, one quieter than Rotherham. Anyway, the fourth goal went in and it all went to absolute piss and buggery. Now, Stevie, you were the one that wrote the uh, wrote the agenda and nobody questioned it. And I know you suggested it, so I'm reading this one here. Now, I need to tell you, this was what's written down. It weren't me saying it, but the next bit says booing Cameron Dawson. Was there, was there a booing of the goalie? And then go straight mm. into Vasquez versus Dawson, which is what you've also wrote down. I appreciate you've probably got something to say on it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, the, we, we, I think we pulled it a little bit, haven't we? Uh, without going into too much detail, and I don't want to go after mm. certain players, but a lot of the chat around it was how many goals that we conceded was the goalkeeper culpable for. Um, and I think to, to the point that's just been made, there were errors made by lots of players this weekend or several players um, in the lead up to each goal. The problem with your goalkeeper is the goalkeeper will probably make the fewest mistakes on the pitch throughout 90 minutes. A, a mistake that a goalkeeper mm -hmm. makes likely leads to a goal. Um, and it's that high pressure sort of situation. But the third goal went in. And then we started playing. We carried on playing. We played through the back. We've come out the other side. And every time the ball went to Dawson um, from from three 0 down, there, there there was a smattering, um, I believe, from the north of of boos and people getting after him a little Christ. bit. Which I, I just thought that ain't great. You know, he's 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 done what he's done, and he is what he is. Um, but you know, in 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 the in the grand scheme of things, where we are, is that the right thing to do? I don't well, think I, so. I, I tell you what, the, I find it I find it an interesting one because Cameron Dawson has been guilty of a couple of high profile 
you know, foul-ups, right? And bear in mind, you're the goalkeeper, so your foul-ups are going to get noticed more than a missed tackle in midfield. I, I completely understand that. And then bear in mind, he's played for, what, five, six managers? And they've all, at some point, made him their number one. So he must be, he obviously offers something that, um, that, that, that some of the other people who've tried to knock him out of that number one shirt have, uh, have failed to do. So, uh, you know, it says on here Dawson versus Vasquez. Now, Holly, is is there a point where Vasquez wasn't available for selection? Was he ill during for Rule's first couple of games? Is that what it was? And he may as well just stick with stick with what we've got, right? He, he earned his spot with the win against Rotherham. Um, didn't really put too much wrong against Bristol City. I don't think, like we've already said, I don't this. If you're going to blame him for a game, this isn't really the one. <laughs> I'm sure there will be one, but this isn't it. But I just, we already know about Dawson, that he's a confidence player. And when people yes. started ruining before, he got 10 times worse. And equally, okay. when, when he put on a good run in, in League One, he got better when people were we're cheering him. Well, and stuff. This, that's the, that's the question, H, and that that's what that's actually what I was going to ask round, round farting around the pool, like. But the like, he is a confidence player, and when the team and when the fans are behind him, he seems to be doing better. But because he's having an elongated run in the team at a higher level, him being played isn't doing much for his confidence, is it? But it's not his fault if he's not a championship player, but we're playing him in championship. It's the same for all of them, isn't no. it? And but he ain't fans... going to get any better, is he? <laughs> our fans seem to understand that he's a confidence player. In that game against Barnsley, when mm -hmm. he made the error for the first goal, people sang his name afterwards, sort of to try and bring him full circle because they knew that that were going to shit on his game. I mean, it mm -hmm. didn't work because they were all shit in that game, as we all know. But, <laughs> but our fans sort of got it. Which makes me think they probably just don't care about that anymore and they just want him out of the team. But then if you drop him again, can you bring him back in? Like, if you drop him again and you bring Vasquez in and Vasquez is shit, you can't bring Dawson back in. That swapping and changing between Stockdale and Dawson didn't work, did it? So you've got to either stick with him or drop him in yeah, the, and, and that's uh, my issue. Because it, it was the same when Wildsmith was there. It was him or him. And then there was a bit where he, he kept uh, Westwood out for a bit when he was covering, where he was deputising. And, and like, either pull the trigger or don't. Give him the shirt or don't. Because I, I, I feel like, you know, pick a lane, lads. You know what I mean? Um, Simon, where do you sit on it? <clears throat> I'll, I'll hark back to uh, the season we went down at Barnsley where he made some howlers. And the crowd really got on his back, really got on his back. And I think that led to him being sent to Exeter for, for the year. Um, Exile to Exeter. Yeah, it's either there or Coventry, but Coventry in the Championship, so you wouldn't send him there. Um, I, I, I think there's two issues. It is his confidence, but also as well, I think he does fall short of being a good Championship player. I think, I think he is a League One keeper. Um, I think his distribution isn't good enough for the type of football that is now filtered from the Premiership down into the Championship. Um, we needed to step up a level. And I don't think... I think I think we've been harsh on Vasquez. I think, obviously, um, Tomo dropped him after Munez was sacked, brought in the old guard. Um, 
And then once uh, Danny Rule came in, he was ill. Um, so I can't see why we have actually dropped him because I don't think he did anything wrong. And his distribution is far, far better. Lends itself better to playing out from the back. Um, I would suggest that, and I'm not saying this is on the performance of whether he uh, should have, should or shouldn't have done certain things on Saturday, but why don't we? Why don't we give Vasquez a chance? But then again, we're not seeing what's going on in training every day. We're not seeing what's happening yeah. in training during the week. But I don't think that Dawson is a championship player. I really don't. I don't think he is. And unfortunately, Charles on the bench is apparently, uh, Danny said he's a great keeper, but I think he lacks at this moment in time any stature to become mm-hmm. a great keeper just because of his size. Absolutely. Steve, so do you want to wrap this I up? I don't think... Go on, Ollie. Go on, Ollie. I... Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We all know away days are mint, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now with the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. For more information, see mcdonalds.com. See you later. I don't think Vasquez would have stopped that first goal because I don't think that he's good from that kind of corner cross thing either. We need someone who's going to command it, the area, and I just don't think either of them I just want Kieran Westwood back. I just want (laughs) Kieran. That's all I want. I just want him back. And then if not him, you know, mid-90s. You know what I mean? Either or. Go on, Steve. Um, I, I think the reason... The only issue I had with the first goal on Saturday, just on that point, um, originally I'd gone, he's got to come and take it all. I think it was actually a little bit too far out, but the ball, the header is straight through him. It's gone through him. Mm. I'm sorry it has. Um, and I, as I said before, I'm not a goalkeeper. Um, I question his posi- positioning on the second one. We talked about the third. And if you com- can compare the fourth goal versus the angled save that the Millwall keeper makes, it ain't great. And maybe that's just circumstance me me going, because they're not the same goal. They're not the same shot. And you kind of no. go, well, yeah, but they're, they're both at angles. Um, Vasquez and Dawson, there must be a reason that Dawson is in favour, um, mm-hmm. given everything that's going on. And the only thing I, I can potentially attribute it to, the, 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 and I thought this after the Rotherham game, do the back three have more confidence in Dawson because they can communicate a little bit better? I was think, my, I think that's was my thinking at the time. Um, I think that's potentially. I'd, I'd, I'd wonder if the bigger picture we're talking about. If we drop Dawson, he can't go back in. I don't know if that's the case or not. But what I would say is, if we get to January and rule is, in, he must be twitching now, Danny, looking at that squad that he's got, thinking I can't work miracles with the twenty-five that I've got, and I'm going to have to do some turnaround. If Vasquez ain't playing football in January, there's no point retaining him. 
I'm sorry, then I think he's going to have to go back just to to free up a little bit and and allow the 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 manager to do a little you know a little bit of business. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the, the next five six games because we ain't got a lot of football to play between now and January. Uh, when you look at it with the international break, I think we're down to about six seven games. Um, if he's not playing in three four games time, um, Vasquez is on borrowed time and it's irrelevant what we think about Dawson. Absolutely, and and bear in mind as well. I want to be, I want to be very clear. Say again, H. Can't you wait for either of them to face Jamie Vardy? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, look, I, I, and, I, and I want to be very clear. I don't think this is just a goalkeeper-only problem. Obviously, you know, no. conceding four and, and having a question mark over no. 75% Ow. of those goals. I, I feel like there's a lot of players that need turning uh, our, around in January. Our huge issue is we're not scoring goals. Well, yeah, because all the signings you know? that Chisco made were fucking rubbish. That's yeah, you know we, what I mean. We, we, we're not scoring goals, so yeah, conceding goals isn't good. But we're not even making chances. It's this this case of being one nil down, and you can pretty much go, well, it doesn't matter because we're one nil down, and we're we're really lucky at, at able to get a draw out of that. You know, to, to be to be <laughs> fair, mate, I, I totally agree with you. And this is a point we've skipped on the on the Millwall one. Um, if you look at the, the the data, the stats for Saturday, fucking mental. We've lost four nil. Here yeah, we go. Yeah. It's almost like me and Dan knew what we got, what was coming next. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a lovely segue. So for the for the audio medium there, Sheffield Wednesday with fifty nine percent possession, twelve shots against their thirteen shots on target, two to their six corners, eight four fouls, thirteen to eight. Like, um. I, this to me, right, is that is an evenly matched game, and like you said right at the top of the show, lads, that is not a four 0 game. That you know no. they've done very well with the ball, and they've got shots on target. So tell me again that Ashley Fletcher's good, Ollie. Do you know what? I know Stevie despises <laughs> the man. I don't despise <laughs> but no him. Way you can... Yeah, you do. I've heard you. Uh, there's no way you can blame Fletcher for anything that happened. I thought he was equal to everybody else that played it. No, I, honestly, I'm winding you up. I'm winding you up. I, I, I the, missed the out the chance for life. Yeah, the difference there, I think, in, in those statistics, if I put them back up, is quality. Like... We're, we're, we're getting there, we're doing it, but there's no end product. There's nobody sticking the ball in the back of the net. There is nobody who's going to have that little flash where they go, I could put this top bins. For some reason, Bannon, do you remember that season we had where it looked like all of our team were having their own little goal of the month competition and Bannon yeah. was sticking them at top bins? And, and you know what I mean? I don't know why he didn't do that as much as what I'd like him to, because I know he's got it in the armory. You know what I mean? Um I just don't feel like we've got somebody who can stick the ball in the back of the net because looking at those statistics, Stevie, we've got the opportunity to do... We're getting in the positions, right? We're doing bits. Yeah, um, totally agree. And I think it's almost that cliche, we just need something to go in off somebody's arse. Mm -hmm. um, I think Fletcher's played on Saturday based on his running, running numbers. Um, Danny Rules obviously uh, come out and said that he's very much data-driven. Um, so whoever runs the most and does the most, and I think that's where um, I'll say it. Somebody tell me otherwise. I think that's probably where Lee Gregory falls down a little bit because he doesn't have the same metrics that Fletcher's putting in in training, and when they're doing the analysis, Smith as well. But I, I think I think there's also a level of what you what you'd refer to, and I'm going to drop a word. Embrace yourself, kids. I think there's a lot with Lee Gregory that what you'd refer to is outside of stats is unquantifiable. I think that mm. his 
you there isn't a tenacity stat. There isn't a stat that says this is how many times Lee Gregory went running down on that last man in order to get the ball back. There isn't a or stat a, like that. Or, or, or a Velcro stat. Because no. I think if you the, the ball sticks with him like it does yeah. anywhere else. Um, mm-hmm. And I'd, I'd, I'd wonder if with a little bit more yardage or a little bit more pace in that in those 34, 35 year old legs, would he would he be leading the line? Because I think the way that we've set up potentially the difference is can the ball stick and can we bring Gasama Masada into play um, and see if they, they're they actually going to be the outlets and be the, the the people that are going to get the breakthrough because we do respect we've, we've, we've put Fletcher up top and you know some I think was it Holly somebody said earlier in the podcast that if anybody was going to get a tune out the manager uh, out this player it's going to be this manager not being funny no I don't well, see it I don't I don't see time. I don't see what that no, I could see on. from my perfect view there are at least your match of the day view <laughs> exactly yeah where Fletcher came all the way back and won the ball in front of defense and then was at the other end to receive it after he passed it like passed it out to whoever Marv and then was already That's... up and let uh, Gregory would need a week to get there so that, that, I, know yeah, that's twice. I, I take I take your point. That's twice. But how many how many times did we, did the ball go up to Fletcher? How many times did the ball go in the air or to chest, and the ball's just bouncing off the guy? Whereas it comes in, Gregory gets it in, well, and I just think, right, let's well, just do it. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. being ageist, Simon. She's being ageist. She, she, <laughs> you know, and and you know what? I wish I could run like Gregory at 35. <laughs> Isn't it? So, yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> I'm, right, so, I, I, go on. I, well, when I saw Ashley Fletcher come on at Bristol last week uh, for, what, 10, 15 minutes towards the end of the game, I actually thought that was the best I'd seen him play for Wednesday. Um, and I thought when he started on uh, Saturday, I thought, well, I, I can understand why Danny's playing him because he looked really bright and he had that chance, didn't he? And I thought he looked really bright against Bristol. So mm-hmm. for me personally, and he didn't seem to be the guy who I'd seen, because I just call him treacle legs, because that's what he looks like he's running through. You know, the guy's all arms and legs just going so slowly. Um, yep. But I, I, obviously I can't comment on how he played on Saturday because to two, two minutes and 13 seconds, I don't think you see Ashley Fletcher once in the highlights. So, well, no, but how many of our strikers do you see? You see Masaba sky it from an impossible angle, and then you don't see any of the strikers in the highlights, do you? I think we saw Kadamatri slap one towards the goalie, didn't we? But that was the most we looked like scoring. Now, listen, let's just moving on a second here. So, Stevie, in the uh, in the agenda for this evening, put on, and I can see him saying it out loud thoughts on rule four losses out of five ain't great, is it? That's the way you've written it now. It's interesting you put that because given the football we played under Chisco and arguably under Darren Moore, I think we're playing better football and I think it's going to gel after the international break. Let's get the fitness up and stuff like that. So I went scouring through the internet to find one specific tweet that I found this morning. And it's and I'll warn you kids, play people out there, it's got XG written on it, right? So XG pre-roll, 0.66 pre-roll, XG pre-roll, 66 and then under roll 1.41 so we're becoming more of a threat now xg against uh pre-rule was 1.35 and under rule is 1.07 so we're 0.3 better at keeping the goal out even though we got spanked 4-0 
Big chances created pre-rule 0.73, under rule 1.8. That's, you know, twice as many. And then possession, which is the biggest stat that we spoke about um, during the Muno time on this show, was 37.1 under Munoz. <laughs> And under rule is fifty point two. Uh, so I want to I want to thank Josh K Hopkinson for that on Twitter. Give him a follow um, because I found that really interesting. Now I didn't I didn't want to pour scorn on your talking point there, Steve. But things are in a better place, right? Hundred percent, mate. Um, you know as much as me. I, I've I've put it out there as a talking point. I, I, I want to preface that what we're about to talk about. Um, I'd, I'd seen some weird tweets about you know, comparing, you know, the, the the football and the fact that we've not played it and he's going to be under pressure and blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't feel that we've got any worry. Whatever happens will happen this season. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not here to judge this manager. Um, I'm not even necessarily going to judge him after whatever happens in January. Uh, my only hope is if it does go tits up and we do get relegated, that he's still here this time next year because I think if that happens, then we, we, we'll... We'll still be on the right track. We'll still be in a right situation. But I just worry because he's playing some good football. I know we've lost 4-0. Mm. I, know, I know we lost at Plymouth. And I know that things didn't work out against Bristol City. But the turnaround in football since he came in um, has been stark. And we're getting tunes out of players. And we're putting the right people in the right positions on the pitch. Um, and I just... I just hope that we, you know, we can continue to do what we're doing. And I, I put it in as a talking point. I'm not saying that I'm against and any I, rules. I've turned up I'm with absolutely receipts. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Simon, listen. I will tell you what. Then let's let's take this chat one louder. And do you prefer the football under Krul or the football under Moore? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it would it it would be under Danny. But we we yeah. we 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 we're comparing two different things here in regards to leagues for a start. Uh, um, and I think Danny's doing an amazing job with uh, a set of players that he didn't buy, a set of mm-hmm. players that I think we all agree there's a number of them in that in that, in that that firm of players that have been brought in that aren't good enough. So he's, 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 he's obviously picked out of there the players who he feels... He could play and move on, Masaba being one of them, Dijon being another. Um, I think we asked the, asked the same question after the January transfer window, if yep. he's allowed to bring players in. That's the, yeah, that's the thing. Wages, obviously, wages is going to be a sticking point. And obvi- and yeah, obviously like more. We were, you know, heart, heart back to January just gone. Um, more didn't bring, I think he brought... Aidan Flinton, wasn't it? And, yeah, that's, and that's that all we did. Yeah. But at the time, we were on this show, weren't we, going, well, we don't we need, anybody. need anybody. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> And then exactly. everybody dropped yeah. their ass. Yeah. Um, I, I think, and again, we spoke about it because there was 13, it was 13 Wednesdayites went to Berlin. We were, so obviously, in between drinking and Dan saying men were gorgeous to certain people, um it, it was uh we, we we discussed Wednesday and we said players that we were sent back you know players we've mm-hmm. been disappointed with who who were on loan you know in regards to Buckley uh, and and Hendricks for a start um so we felt there and and you've obviously mentioned in the past about sending Fletcher back pretty much straight away haven't you so you know he's got that ability to hopefully like bring some loan yeah to bring loan players in um, 
I think he'll look at youth. I don't know whether we can dip into the German market. You'll obviously know that quite well, you know, but it's down to, again, what our chairman decides to do. You know, if we can keep him at safe arm level and if the Sheffield star can stop interviewing him and just basically just... I think they've done one interview and I think we get uh, yeah, updates exactly. every week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's, it, if, let, let's keep, try and keep him sweet and, and um, hopefully he'll stick his hand in his pocket and, and back him because until he can have some influence on bringing his players in, it's very difficult to judge, but he's doing a fantastic job with what he's got at the moment. Go on, Steve. Can I very quickly sidebar on the chairman thing and give it sort of 30 seconds and then move on because it's it's a podcast in itself. Um, lots and lots of negativity towards the chairman continue uh, online, um, in the stands, everything that's being said. Um, it's a legacy whinge. It's a legacy moan at the moment. And I'm not saying that I'm a fan of, of him and the things that he's done. And we are where we are largely because of the mismanagement of the chairman. But I, d I don't see a great deal that the man's done wrong since appointing what could potentially be the best manager that we've had in 10, 15 years. Um, so the, the, the chairman shit needs to stop for a bit. Um, yeah. And I know that's controversial to say it's pointless at this, at this moment it in time. Pointless. Everything... Everything that we'd want him to be doing at the moment, he's doing. And I think we just need to stop getting after him um, and get behind the manager that he's put in place. You know, losing on Saturday, people moaning about Chancery. Why? I think um, yeah, I, I think we need to shelve it until January. I, I, yeah. I If he... If there's a change, because we've got a load of average players signed by a below-average manager, and then if we don't have a big overhaul in January, we are not going to stay in this league. It's already an insurmountable task to try and stay in it, but I want to go down swinging. I want to go yeah. down fighting. And, you know, let's just get big, sexy Aiden Flint back. I'm really... Do you know what? Well, that's... <laughs> no, no. Um, I, I, I'm genuinely, I genuinely believe that the, the, the guy that's in the helm at the moment, it, not necessarily, it may be that he's got a German market that he can tap into, but the guy's coming with a pedigree that he can tap into certain players and certain people will be looking at him and going, look mm -hmm. at the football we're playing now and look at the stuff that we're doing. Yeah. Do you know what? This is, this is somewhere where we can send a player for six months and see if we can get a tune out and get him a bit of experience and see if we can actually develop somebody at Sheffield Wednesday, so they can come back and you know with a bit of a, a, a bit of pedigree underneath them or behind them, um, and I'm excited about that. So hopefully, if we're in touching distance by January, you know the, the second half of the season is going to be quite exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Like, what do you like in January? We're not going to sign. 15 players. Well, it's no, interesting you've said no, that, not. Holly, because next up on the agenda that Stevie wrote is squad priorities. So, again, there's some, there's some <laughs> synergy in segues this week. I'm really impressed by it, lads. It's uh, it's actually impressive. We're, we're building quite the value chain. Um, So you can go first then, Holly. In terms of priorities, what do we need? Striker, goalie, couple of full-backs, Liam Palmer to get his matching orders. I don't know. I just wanted to say that to get a right <laughs> Whoa! Back. You know what I mean? I think I think that the more I see them, the more I watch Wednesday this season, I just think that I've, I think I've resigned myself to getting relegated because I just don't think that they're good enough. And you, But all of them, I just, they might have maybe 10 minutes in a game where they look all right, but they're just not, like, they're not good enough. And other teams might have some a player that you think, oh, 
they're all right but they're they're all right for 80 minutes and we've we've got 10 minutes best out of some of our players i just don't like i'm trying to think who i thought was our best player at the weekend and who was it bernard maybe i can't think like marv were okay but like he still really. got caught out for the second one, didn't he? Like, you know what I mean? No, I know. That's what I mean. They all Bannon's did. out of place. That's what uh, I mean. They I, all did. They all right, did. But just try and think of it as a collective then. Like, you know what I mean? We'd keep arguably Masaba. We'd probably keep Dishon, who's just flown out to uh, for international duty with uh, with Jamaica today. Um, like, you know, th- those two we'd keep. Everybody else can gain the bin. Like, Diaby's made a Lego. Masaba missed. Stevie would have been all over it like a cheap suit. That little head bob there was right out of Jerry Springer. You would have been all over it, Stevie, and you know it. But I just, (laughs) like, (laughs) who, like, if we're brought in a striker, we can't keep a clean sheet anyway. If we're brought in a defender, we can't score anyway. So So who would you keep then? Who would you keep? Come on, we're farting around the poo now, H. Come on, (laughs) Who, who, who would you keep? Or, or who are the priorities? What are the positions we need to look at? Like, do we need a long-term replacement for Pato? Because, you know, he's built like a, a pit miner. Like, I, I quite like Pato. I know so. you do. I know you're a big fan. He does a little snazzy point when he scores goals against Peter. But I know you're a fan. Uh, I don't know. I think we probably need a striker. But that's <laughs> that's not news to anyone, is it? Uh, uh, all right, so Ollie's gone for the obvious there, Simon. What, what about you? Well, I, I would, I would, I would have to jump on the same bandwagon. We've needed a striker since David Hurst left. I said that mm-hmm. while we we're away. It, it's um, it, it's a point where we're making chances now. So Danny's now got us making chances, whereas we hadn't, we weren't making chances before. We're getting good possession. We, we, we're creating chances, but we're not having shots on target. So, so we need to improve what's up front. If we go, if you go a couple of goals up, then your defence relaxes. While ever you're nil nil, um, so certainly the wow fragile we are at the back at the moment. Especially, I'd, 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 I'd like to know a stat of how many corners we've conceded because this season, because we seem to have conceded virtually every corner. That's I wasn't, I wasn't looking for any st- statistics on the internet that didn't prove my own point, Simon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it, it to just... be fair, that corner for the goal, their striker ran through, and then, I don't know if you heard a whistle in the crowd or summer, he just stopped, didn't he? And then I offer or whoever it was, just kicked it out for a corner, but mm. it were like a really weird... It's thing that happened. It wasn't like a proper corner. I'm quite happy to go down the Kevin Keegan route of just scoring more goals than 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 we concede. And at the moment, we can't physically do that. So yeah, exactly. But what exciting games they will be, you know. So we 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 have got to sign somebody who signing a player. Sorry, Holly, signing a player who scored five goals in five years is not what we should be signing. Um, tell you what, so, the so, day that Ashley Fletcher scores a hat trick, Holly's coming back on with all the gear she had on at Wembley. She's gonna have the like... bells and the sunglasses, <laughs> yeah, well, face paint. Jordan Rhodes scored his the perfect hat trick at Forest, and we all thought all of a sudden that the eight million we'd given Middlesbrough had suddenly come into fruition, and that was it. And then I think he scored one after that. So yeah, it, I think we're still paying for that now. Yeah, probably. exactly. So 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 that is my priority. 
absolute priority. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna offer a curveball here, Stevie, before I come to you. I don't think striker is our main concern right now. I feel what we need is a better centre back so we can go back to four at the back and start playing some attacking midfielders down the flanks. Because at the minute we've got to play five at the back and we're relying on players like Johnson, Patterson, Palmer, whoever whoever seems I mean under Munoz it was somebody different every week to get to that byline and get it into essentially some big shit kickers like Fletcher and like Smith. We're not feeding them. We're not feeding them the type of football that they need to play. We need to get that ball in the box and playing wing-backs a level higher like we tried to last season ain't going to fly. We need better. De- we need a better centre-back so we can go back to four at the back. Old tight. But, Dan, put your statistics back up from the game. Yep. No, that one. All right, yeah, one. fair. Oh, this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Right. So, so we've, we, we, you're saying that we're not getting... We, we, we've, we've got shot 12 shots on target there. No, there's two shots on target, right? So there's there's 12 shots in. But the 12 shots. I think there's a difference there between a shot, the shots on target are 50p heads. They're just a a wild slap to see if we can get something on it. You know what I mean? Let's play some attacking football because if you look at many goals scored now, because football's died, let's be honest, the last eight, nine years, football's on its ass. It's not as much fun as what it was 20 years ago when you'd see some absolute world is getting spanked. Uh, You know, results like we saw Man City and Chelsea play yesterday, they don't happen anymore. That That was an anomaly. That used to be every week. We've all talked about Boxing Day goals 1963. We've all seen the meme. But football now is hoof (laughs) hoof it into the box. And then that goal, that goal that we scored against uh, Peterborough, the Palmer one, where where Flint knocks it down. That's how goals are scored now. It goes across the goal, they edit back and someone toes it in. That's how goals are scored. And we haven't got those crosses going in because you've got Johnson and Pato crossing them from too deep and they're coming around the corner. We saw that goal... That, uh, that was yesterday, was it Inter Milan, where the geezers clearly tried to kick it round the corner and it's ended up doing the goalie. I don't know if you've seen that one. It, it, you know what I mean? It's just, it, it, it didn't mean that. It didn't mean it. And he's ended up scoring a 40-yard screamer. But I feel like we need to get four at the bike so we can play some attack, some some wingers. You know what I mean? That's what we need. That And, and I just don't feel like we... We have the players where we can only have four at the back. Because I don't know about you, Stevie, if you've played in a five at the back, I don't know who's marking who. I don't know. I, I It confused me. Yeah, you've got an extra man in there, but it g- gave me a thought where I can go like, well, I can push forward a bit. I can step to the right a bit. And all of a sudden, you're getting carved up and there's balls going through the middle of you like it did for that second goal in the, in the build-up to that long ranger. So for me, I want a big shicker, shit, shit kicker defender now if mambo comes back and he's top banana then great we've you know problem solved him i offer's getting back to where he used to be and then let's go back to four at the back but i want to see some attacking midfielders played i can't do with this uh arrow formation that we're playing right now well what's happened okay. to heckler he's my favorite defender he is he's brilliant as well he's he's i, I think he's the best one we've got and i don't know where he is <laughs> Is is it because we haven't got a decent central defender? Or is it just the fact that the manager is choosing to play that formation? Because I don't see a huge issue with the centre backs we've got. I really don't. I, I don't. I tell you, I tell you what it is. Do right? you, we, we, do, do you we, Steve? Come on, Steve. Come on. Bite your lip. Come on. Dan, go. 
and then I'll come in. I, I think we've had too many times when we've seen the defenders, Keystone Cops at the back, kicking each other up their ass, running into each other, because there's too many bodies back there. And then when you look at um, Moore's tried it, Munoz has tried it, and I don't know if Rule's tried it. I think he's always done five at the back. But there's been a point where we've tried to play four at the back, we've had our ass handed to us, and then we've all we've had to go back to five or three and a week back. You know what I mean? Which is essentially five I... at the back when you're on when you're on your ass. I, I think, I'll stand corrected, forgive me, um, I think we played four against Watford. So they've each tried four, it. I think we played 4-4-2 four, four, against Watford and I think yes, what's happened that's is right. rule, rules looked at it and gone, this ain't working what we've got. And I'm not disagreeing yep. with you, Dan. Um, my, the only the only thing I'd argue, I, I actually... <laughs> oh my God. Right. Is that your dog? <laughs> Someone missed me. So, uh, welcome to the Wednesday week. Simon's being robbed live on air. That's it. <laughs> um, I'm a I'm a proponent of Iorfa. I think Iorfa's playing mm-hmm. the, the the kind of football we want Iorfa to be playing. Um, and I'm a I'm a big fan of, of Bernard. I think both were culpable at times on the weekend. I don't think they've covered themselves in glory. Um, mm-hmm. If if you told me that we were going to sign player X, and based on current form. Iorfa's going to miss out or Bernard's going to miss out. Um, if we played a back four, then I'd kind of go, I think I'd, I'd, I'd be like, is that really a priority? I take your point. Is it a priority? I'd wonder if the, the, the formation, if we're, if we're going to stick with three at the back, would it be better with better wing backs? And this is not a slight on Pato, Marvor, Palmer or anybody else that's there. To, to play Are they, is, back, is, you need to be mega, mega fit and mega quick. 100%. And, and that's... That that's the point I'm getting to. I think I think Pato's probably got a fitness-wise, has potentially got a little bit more in his locker than Johnson. But I this, just don't I think. I swear he's got to God, the... this is the best I've seen Pato look. He's, he's uploading yeah. his selfies with his mustache this month, and he, he has lost some face yeah. weight. You know what I mean? Which but is I... the hardest of all the weight. Yeah. Case in point. <laughs> um, Below this square, we're jacked. We've just got fat faces, like the lead singer. Yeah, guys, man. Pretty. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, 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 I don't know if that's what I'd say is the priority. I think ultimately, um, what's going what's going to make the, the the biggest difference in terms of the squad, the personnel that we've got at the moment, it's going to be, and I've been saying this for eighteen months now, it's going to be a Arsenal, Chelsea, Man United, Man City, twenty year old, hungry striker, uh, mm-hmm. a, a Cole Palmer as was, a Delap as was, uh, uh, whoever it may be, that somebody that's just going to go out and go, right, I'm going to go and score 10 goals in six months and, you know, whatever happens with the club that I'm at at the moment, I'm going back to my parent club and this will be it. One of those Kenwin Jones type, yeah. you know, lone loves. That's what we Lewis need. Gibson was that's gonna what be we that. need at the minute. I yeah, yeah. going to be that. And I, and I feel like if we'd have been a bit cleverer, we could have put Fazeo Deli Bishiro in a full-back role at some point, a, a wing-back role. I think he had the, the beans. And we tried it with the dinner, and we should have done it more. But listen, that's an hour, ladies and gents. Thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, 
listen, in terms of any other business, I want to promote uh, Simon. You've got a My Wednesday coming out this week. Is that correct? Yeah, I've got My Wednesday coming out this week with a guy called John Duncan. Really, really good. He's five aside, pit selection. He has a very interesting striker, but I'll let you have to listen to it. Well, well, we'll stay tuned for that. Thanks a lot again, Stevie and Holly. I'm really happy that you uh, that you managed to have the day out that you did. And it's about time the bloody club did something for you, if I'm honest. Like, given the shit that you've, uh, you know what I mean, given given the amount of money you've spent at that club, it's about bloody time you did. I'm pretty sure you part owned that box, uh, you know, but they had to give it to Gary Hooper. <laughs> now, listen, ladies and gents, um, we've alluded to it a lot of times uh, that I've been away this weekend and I'd right, made myself look like a right old arsehole. So what I'm going to do is treat you to a very drunk Dan Fudge at the Olympia Stadion in Berlin, who didn't oh, know the words. No. Not again. Yeah, who didn't know the words to We Are Sailing by Rod Stewart, so just started singing Dan Fudge, I'm Dan Fudge, and then Rutger Hauer. See you later. Thank you, This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.